Welcome to Link Educate, a professional development series featuring interviews with educators and students in the supply chain, where we discuss how supply chain and logistics has changed in terms of recruiting, upskilling, training, and more. My name is Brielle Jekyll, and I'm the Associate Editor of SDCE and Food Logistics. And today, I'm talking with Todd Babel, Integrity Staffing's President and CEO, and we are discussing the growth of a flexible work environment before, during, and after COVID. So let's link into that conversation now. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining today's podcast. Um, I'm here with Todd Babel, who is Integrity Staffing President and CEO. Hi, Todd. Thank you so much for coming on with me today. It's so great to be here. Thanks. And today we're going to talk a little bit about flexibility uh, in the workplace, in the supply chain, now that COVID has kind of really changed things quite a bit. <laughs> so I guess I first want to jump into this and ask, um, how has a flexible career in the supply chain become more popular before COVID even happened? Well, it's interesting. You know, when, when you think about um, uh the, 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 the importance of flexibility overall in supply chain management period, I think that there really was a trend moving towards uh, looking for flexible options as it relates to especially labor and uh, other opportunities within the supply chain, as well as uh, positions in general, because I think there started to, people started to realize that with talent, the talent shortage was was a problem pre-COVID. And so when you look at positions, you know, all the way from, you know, analysts to supply chain managers, you started to see that trend moving to a flexible work arrangement, especially around remote pre-COVID. I don't think we really saw movement uh, as aggressive as we're seeing now as it relates to uh, production uh, and other areas within the supply chain. Right. Sorry, I was on mute and I had trouble getting off. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's changed so much recently because, you know, it's necessary, but it's even like I work from home full time before COVID even happened. So there's definitely been this rise um, and more so in the supply chain of uh, flexibility. Um, and how post-COVID, how do you feel like it's changed? Well, it's amazing. It really is unbelievable. I think if you were to just do an analysis right now of uh, key positions uh, across the supply chain in the leadership area, you're finding work from anywhere as the number one topic. It's not even called remote now. It's really work from anywhere. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, because, because really, in many ways, that's what remote work is. What it's doing is really opening up uh, the, the talent that's available to organizations. And companies are really seeing the benefit in finding higher caliber talent uh, uh, to manage and uh, facilitate their their uh, SCM goals, I think from the uh, if if we're if we're looking at the production part of the supply chain and, and distribution, you're really starting to see big movement in looking at flexible work arrangements, flexible scheduling 
uh, to do the same thing and accomplish the same goal. And that's really where we're starting to see a lot of creativity and companies starting to look at uh, the way that they're managing labor flow throughout the organization. Mm-hmm. So since COVID and well, I know we're having this possible, you know, next wave, but now that we did kind of come out of lockdown and COVID, um, do you feel like a lot of people just went back or you're really seeing this kind of remote work and flexible st- schedules staying or a lot of supply chain companies specifically, you know, focusing on that more? Absolutely. Absolutely. I I think that uh, even with the as things started to look like they were folks were going to return to work that uh, I think folks are really strategically looking at the benefits of flexible work arrangements, remote work and how that's helping to really drive really drive the supply chain, driving down costs, increasing value to their customers. At the end of the day, I think you're going to see these types of work arrangements uh, around for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's it's exciting. Uh, but I do know that the one thing that, that some leaders hesitate on uh, allowing remote work is productivity. You know, they get nervous about that, that maybe, you know, you're workers aren't as productive as as um, as they are in the office. But I've been seeing some studies that that shows that that isn't true. But I've seen other studies that show that that is true. So how can companies, you know, be sure to create flexible work envi- environments without sacrificing productivity? Well, it's interesting. I've seen both studies as well. And, you know, it, it all goes into the selection process. And when you really open your audience up to in some cases, the world, depending on the position, you know, you you can you, you can really put as part of your selection process, looking for those qualities of someone who is going to be even more productive in a remote or a flexible work arrangement. And and I think that's really a critical part uh, that uh, is important. Not everyone is meant for remote work. Some people uh, just don't thrive in uh, that type of work arrangement. Others really do. And I think when you have the the nation as your recruiting grounds, you have a lot more selection and you can really hone in on really looking for those attributes that make someone a top performer, not just a good performer, but a top performer in a, in a more flexible work arrangement. Mm-hmm. If you if we don't focus on flexibility in the supply chain for our workforce, how detrimental do you think that will be not not to include that in the future? I think it's going to be critical. I, I think sans COVID, forgetting COVID, uh, which as as you mentioned, I think we're we're going into uh, another possible uh, wave, and, and none of us really know what that impact is going to be. So if we put that aside there still is a talent shortage in highly skilled positions and your your hourly uh, workforce that's so important to uh, uh, to the supply chain that uh, I think you're going to see organizations not be able to compete. I think their costs 
uh, will, will, they won't be able to contain costs as well, control costs, as well as have access to uh, the labor that will be available to those that uh, are open to uh, flexible labor arrangements, work arrangements. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely going to be, I mean, with the, there is such a big labor shortage anyway, like you said, opening up that possibility to be nationwide, maybe even worldwide, you know, that's where your candidates are. It it can really make a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's as we're looking at, you know, leadership positions, management positions, analysts, et cetera, across those. And it's so important not to forget about the hourly workforce and how flexibility, perhaps not remote in some cases, uh, especially in the in the production or, or labor areas, but there are ways to bring flexibility to that workforce as well that also help capture a greater percentage of the available talent pool and capture better quality workers. Right. Well, that's really all the questions I have for today. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with me. You got it. You got it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really a pleasure. I'm looking forward to a more flexible work uh, workplace future. (laughs) Me too. Absolutely. And I think, you know, the companies that continue to do that are, are the ones that will really thrive and be able to set themselves apart as an employer of choice. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please leave a review or hit the thumbs up button and don't forget to subscribe.